Okay. Witches? What? I said pepper switch bitches. <laughs> and we're live. Because we always have to start with Audra just- laughing. <laughs> Welcome to Embracing the Wild. I'm Abby Pagood. And I'm Audra Watley. And this is where we hope you embrace your inner wild. Just like Miko shaking her collar. <laughs> I don't know why like pigeon came out just now. A pigeon? Yeah, a I don't pigeon. know either. Yeah. But it was really interesting. I was having a conversation with another friend of mine this week about how we talk to our dogs and how come we don't talk to ourselves and other humans. You know, it's like every time somebody, you know, the dog stretches, you're like, oh, stretchy, stretchy. <laughs> or you don't talk to yourself. I, I do. I talk to myself, but I don't usually go, you're so beautiful and you're like my favorite person on the whole planet. And I just want to, I don't talk to me, to me that way. <laughs> I don't think I do that either. I mean, I do get to... I do that to my dog. I do get to the point where, like, if I'm having a good hair day, I'm like, dang, that'll work. Like, like, you know, like, but that's usually, like, an acknowledgement or, like, oh, hey, woohoo, that looks good or those look cute or whatever. But it's usually like, dude, you probably should replace that shirt because there's holes in it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And and that's sadly happening a lot. Or the days that you get out the door and you're like, did I even look in the mirror? I mean, I I, I know I used the mirror to put my mascara on, but I'm not really sure that I looked in it. (laughs) Oh, a lot of times the fact that I'm dressed and in person is enough. Right? I'm like, I'm dressed and I'm here. Right. So this is is how it's going to be. Do you want to be on the show, Miko? Come on. Miko wants to be on the show. Come on. Are can you talking? bark on command? Arf, arf. Yeah, we, we haven't worked on that because we don't really want to bark on command. Okay. But. Arr, arr. Did you go nappy nap and wait for us? We're almost done. What, you, you want a stinky stick? Stinky stick. Stinky stick it is. You want stinky stick? Okay. Well, one of the things that we were talking about just before we went live is we were talking about how that even though we have good intentions to go out and about today and do the productive things, we are finding that there's like this murkiness in the air that's kind of um, just around and hovering. And like I woke up and like it, I kind of felt it last night and then... I even had the instinct to kind of like put protective bubbles over my kids and, you know, like, you know, my, both of my kids that are in house, but also my son that's in Arizona and just kind of like, but at the same time, it was like the energy putting the protect, the protection bubbles around them was not the same. And I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I know I'm doing it. But like I'm like, hope that works. Like, like I just like it was one of those like mur like I, like the only word I have for it is murky. Murky. That's that's probably a really good word. I do, it just feels heavy and like hazy a little hazy too, right? and like I just I I mean how how I experience it is that I literally don't want to get up and do anything. I just want to sit on the couch. Yeah, and I it's not that I'm like, today. and I had a good day, like a day schedule, like my, my schedule naturally lifted up so I could go to my kid's soccer game and do work at the same time. And it pushed and I got to sleep in, right? Like it was like, oh, stuff. do all the good things. But then the day was just like, <laughs> like, I just, I don't even know where to start with that. And it's yeah. like, and my, even my, um. My focus is fine, but it's just a little bit muddled, like yeah. a, a little muddly. Is it's, that a word? It's like yesterday. Yesterday, I had to. 
I was so like so much stuff in my head of all the stuff that I have to do. I like how you just said stuff. Stuff. It's like stuff, stuff and there's so much of it. Um it's like I, I actually out. you don't tap out and you were just like I'm done. I, yeah, I I just keep going and keep going and keep going until I fall over, which isn't a good thing. And yesterday it's like what what ended up happening is like I completely put all of the stuff I need to be doing on the back burner and completely went and did another project that was just easy and no and brainless. I right? do the same thing. And and so, you know, it's like I didn't get any of the work done that I needed to get done, but at the same time I could just stepping away from it was actually really, really helpful. Right. Because it gave you space and it allowed you to just kind of it, simmer and get it organized, and, which is good. And sometimes we have to do that, which I think people need to know that sometimes even though you have these commitments and you have these large lists in front of you, sometimes that's not where you need to be. Sometimes you have to follow that natural instinct. And yeah. this, I had the same thing happen to me yesterday because I was like, oh, look, I've got like... Well, Thursday, Thursday, I had like this huge like opening where I was like, holy crap, this is like a day off. I can actually get shit done. And then when it came to do those things, I was like, no, we're going to do the mindless, easy things. I like cannot process anything. Like, that's it. I I literally inventoried. um, I inventoried stuff. That's what I did yesterday because I was like, here's my list. And I'm like, I can count one, two, three, check one, two, three, check. One check, two check. <laughs> that I can do. Nothing else was happening. It was just like, oh my gosh. Like, I can't create Time content. Sense. I couldn't. No. I, I couldn't even, like, edit content that I already had. I mean, it's just, like, too much, too much. Like, the creative flow was, like, not accessible. Mm-mm. And, you know, I, I don't go out there and look for, like, what's going on in the universe and sun and moon and stars and all of this stuff. I don't, I don't usually go look for that. Like Mm-mm. I become aware of it when it's out there and you know, something popped up in my email about solar flares and you know, oh, other stuff really? going on. And okay. I was just like, Oh, hmm, okay. Okay. Maybe that's part of this. Um, but, but well, at the same time, like I said, I don't really know what's contributing to it other than like just there's, there's shift going on. Right. Well, and, I, and my whole thing, my check-in is I'll wake up, I will kind of like put a reader, like a mental reader, and be like, okay, world, what's going on? Oh, okay. That's interesting. And then I kind of like, I'm like, okay, and then I kind of really, I tap in to see what's going on universal, universally. And then basically just, and then recenter and say, okay. Where do I need to balance myself or where do I need to put my focus or whatever on myself and then like the family and the kids and just trying to create that frequency for us. And then I just go about my day. And so, and sometimes like on days like where it's murky like this, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to leave that alone and I'm just going to go over here. And I'm just like, (laughs) like, I'm just going to go drink my coffee and hide under a blanket. (laughs) I wish that that could be the thing sometimes, but Yeah. That's what I felt like this morning. I, I really just wanted to hide under a blanket <laughs> with a cup of coffee and be like, I'm good. Everything is safe. Everything is fine. Everything's, Everything's fine. fine. It's going to be fine. Just <laughs> let me be. This is ridiculous. Well, and the thing that makes me sound is like I've had a couple of people this week where they've had, you know, some episodes of like they like can't function or they needed extra sleep or they couldn't, they had to do mindless things. And there was a pattern with some of my clients like, like that. And, you know, and of course their first instinct is what's wrong with me 
you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. And my first thing is, dude, everybody, everybody's doing this. And I almost kind of, I even kind of was said, it's like, it's almost like a Mercury and retrograde hangover. You know what I mean? Like, like we, it makes me wonder what else is in retrograde or what's just going direct or whatever else. And I think that, um, you know, I, like I said, I vaguely remember something in one of my emails that I didn't read about something else going direct and solar Mm -hmm. flares with, like I was talking about, but, um, it definitely feels like, um, Something shifted into fast forward, but at the same time, it's kind of like, don't try and hold on because you're screwed. <laughs> It'll spin you out. Yeah, right. Well, and I actually, I had picked up about a week and a half ago, maybe even two weeks ago. I actually started noticing, I was like, I don't know why, but around the like 15th, 16th, 17th of October, I think we are just going to be like going through this huge, like full speed ahead let's do this shit type of like i like not and not in a bad way like in a in kind of exciting like hey we got shit to do and i mean one of the things that i've learned over the years is like when that is gonna when you sense that that's coming it's kind of like hibernate now so that you when we are steam steam all steam ahead steam rolling what the hell what's what's that phrase (laughs) hey all the trains yeah like uh Beep, beep. I know. Steam ahead, like I, like I, whatever. Full speed ahead. I guess I don't know. But I thought, <laughs> like full thought, speed ahead. It could be, but I thought All there was steam, steam ahead works great too. <laughs> I, like, I was like trying to get like a whole visualization <laughs> that just kerplunked. Whatever. My brain is murky. We'll call it a day. But like I, I sat there and I've been trying to like you know I've been picking up that that was coming. And so I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm starting to see things starting to line up in very cool ways. And I'm like, okay, all right, like get prepared. We're going to be doing this. All right, fantastic. And then, and then it, like all of a sudden it's like this week everyone was like, and they just can't function. But it's like when you, my biggest thing is people need to talk about it and communicate with each other and mentioning, man, I'm just not, I'm off this week. And then when they start hearing, oh, me too, or I've been having, you know, like everybody has a klutz week. Oh, that's not a single thing. That's not like, okay, guess what? You're having panic attacks. They're having panic attacks. They're having panic attacks. Like, you know, like those things are, you know, pieces of waking you up and being self-aware and realizing, no, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not the problem. It's about, you know, that enlightenment and just being, teaching yourself with grace, right? Yeah. And just being a part of a collective consciousness, whether you as an individual recognize it, understand it or realize it or not, you know, it's like, we just are, it's like, yes, we're in this together and each of us has our own individual experience of it. Right. But we're still going to go through similar experiences and patterns. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I just say, you know, over the years with my, with the clients in the clinic, it's like that absolutely happens where it's just kind of like, I'll have one person come in and they'll say what they're experiencing. And I was like, yeah, I've kind of been experiencing that too. And I'll be darned if the second one doesn't say the same thing and the third mm-hmm. one doesn't say the same thing. By the time that third one says it, I'm like, you're the third person today that said the same thing. Yes. And I've had the same experience. So guess what? It's not you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and the sad thing is, is that like we, we are very blessed and fortunate being in the positions that we are dealing with as many people as we are on a day to day basis, even on a week to week basis, because we get the opportunity to really 
you know, connect and have those discussions. And um, it's easier for us to be more enlightened and aware where when you have, you know, your basic person that gets up, goes to work, same old environment, same old office, same old spiel. And, you know, some... When some it's of, even the, you know, it's even the environment itself. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like, yes, I get up, I go to work, I go to an office, I'm in an office with other people and, you know, seeing patients. But I created that office in such a way that we all exist in our giftings mm-hmm. when we're there. Right. You know, it's like we're all utilizing those and it's become common conversation where most people, it's like the environment that they're in is still very, I'm going to call it old, old school corporate, old school corporate world. Right. And you know, it's like old school corporate is not working anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's just become such a stressor for so many people. And it's like the, um, misalignment between who they are and what they're being pushed to do is creating this like burnout and a disconnect and disconnect and um you know and there's still so much fear that they can't leave it and do something else what's so interesting is that like my husband this week he is significantly starting to see the old school communication of corporate and realizing how unhealthy and toxic it mm. can be because it's it's simple things like you get an email and yes like the shit has hit the fan and there's fires to put out left and right and whatever but the demeanor on an email is huge because it's like common corporate world does not ask you nicely it usually is like get this fixed immediately right <laughs> yeah and so and like in this this week was the first time where he's reading emails and like from his bosses and things of that nature and he's upset and offended and he's like this is not help with team morale and da 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 and it, which is interesting because the company is always very pro employee they're very supportive we love him working there so it's not it's not in that aspect but the stress levels have gone up because the world is changing and with the world changing the way the work also changes which means it's becoming almost it's not not one person can handle it all it is becoming very taxing on his health and on his mind and all of those things. And the one thing that is a blessing is that he's actually waking up to acknowledging, Hey, that's not good for me. And that's not good for others. And so he's at least trying to change his office environment, but at the same time, he's still getting hit left and right with these emails where he probably sent an email or two that he probably should not have sent out. <laughs> uh, like, you know, but, but at the, like, you know, letting them know that he's on his edge and don't push me any further type, yeah. type mind focus. But at the same time, like I, I look at that and I'm like, good for him that he's acknowledging and seeing and like trying to at least communicate Right. Or something, regardless of if he's kind of looked at in not a good light, you know, yeah. because he's at least doing something he's never done before in all the 20 freaking years that he's been in this, that industry. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things, too, where it's like it's it's one thing to be your own owner and to create your environment based on who you are and what your uh, culture is. 
Right. But to step into trying to shift a culture within your environment when you're just one of many, you know, you're mm-hmm. underneath a corporate stu- structure where there's other environments that aren't yours. Right. You know? <laughs> it, it's, it's a, um, have you ever worked it, in corporate? It's like I don't even know. America? I worked in corporate for about for less than a year when I was in my twenties, and I was really clear really early on. No way. No way. Yeah. No. I was like. Well, and I mean, like, it's funny because I have a lot of clients that are you know corporate high America, corporate high yeah. corporate America, very like yeah. executives and the VPs and like all of these things, and it's and you know it's nice because at least there's a comfort level where they have they can confide they can talk out their processes and deal with their stresses and at least get some management. But the the interesting thing is, is I always joke, like, can you imagine me in a cubicle? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you. So like, I, I take up. Okay. So I was a research scientist in um, a corporation and I wouldn't say that it was high corporate yet, but while the year that I was there, and this is not the corporate time that I was talking about, that was actually mm-hmm. later on when I worked for an insurance company. But the year that I was there, they went from um, an individual company in Colorado, just one research facility mm-hmm. creating the products that they created, to going public with their stock, which was a nightmare. It actually took their stock from where they started to almost nothing. Oh God. I mean, it just like, it, it, and then it changed everything and they ended up letting go of a lot of the research teams because they just weren't making enough money, even though the science was good. Wow. Right. And so it was just a really interesting eye opening. Like here's your stock because you're part of us and we're all getting stock now too. Yeah. It's not really worth worth anything. Right. Um, which is sad. Yeah. And it's yeah, very sad. It's very sad. And, um, it, it was, like I said, it was, it was a good experience, but it's not one that I, uh, would ever want to go back into. Yeah. And, um, the other one, like I said, I, I worked in a cubicle farm, but what, it, but what, yeah. got me, what got me on that was like laughing about the cubicles because I did have my cubicle. And when I was waiting on research projects to be done, I was like, I mean, I was like 23, 24, 23. I was 23. And, um, I, you know, it's like the way that research worked is like you had your list of things to do. You would set all kinds of things up and then you had to wait 30 minutes or an hour for them to complete before you could do the next step. Right. And I didn't necessarily have anything to do. We didn't have computers at our desk. So it's not like I could go play on the computer. So I brought a coloring book in and I'd sit at my desk and I'd color. Oh, and I know. Audrey but and it, dad, <laughs> a little cubicle coloring yes, book. I got called on the carpet for it um, a few times and I was just like, you know. Either give me something to do, right, or get over it. I, I mean, like, what do, what else do you? What else was I supposed to do? Look busy. I always hated the hurry up, get your stuff done, but then look busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd just be like, dude, I'm done working. I'm out. Just go home now. Like, <laughs> well, I couldn't and you can't because, do like that. I said, like yeah, I said, you know, it's America. like the the type of research that I was in. It's like, like I said, you know, you get this set up. It had to run 30 minutes. You'd get this set up. It had an hour. You'd get this set up, and it had another 30 minutes. So I just had downtime to do nothing. Right. But I was supposed to look busy, and coloring wasn't looking busy. I guess not. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> so, so funny. Yeah. No. Corporate. Corporate was not for me. Did not you? even that level. It wasn't even big corporate well, there. I, you know, but I did work in one of those. You know. Um, where there was three built three high rise buildings that looked exactly alike, and I was like on the twelfth floor, and I was one of 
you know, of a cubicle farm. And all I did was answer phones with my headset and type on the computer. And that lasted about six months because I was just like, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. I wouldn't be. I get too squirrely. <laughs> I can't do this. See, and I'm like, I'm the kind I can't of person even where I'm think like, with hey. other people talking around me. Well, see, I, I'm like, give me a spinny chair, like a give me a spinny <laughs> chair and some tea and some snacks, and like I'll come up with all the genius names and like I'll be like the best sales and marketing person like ever because I'll you know like I'll come up with the titles and like you know like the people that come up with the names for the nail polish or like you know the how to attract people I'm like just give me a spinny chair some tea and some snacks and we're good yeah. like and I can just sit there and just wee like whatever but, like spin in circles right. I can see it now literally whoosh, yes whoosh, I'm whoosh. like a creative genius once I can do like but I have to go with the like flow of that and so and like what I find really interesting is I really do kind of envision myself like okay if I get my company up to the point where I do have like corporate environment or corporate settings and employees and blah 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 like I will still be the lady in the spinny chair like seeing if I like how something flows and coming up and they'll just be like she just does that like like, right but that but that's like how it's gonna be and my funny my funny story is like my only like corporate corporate America experience was that like my sister who was very much into like you know insurance for companies insurances or something Mm -hmm. right and like and they had their cubicles and things like that and I had never been to her office or seen like that environment and so when I walked in I was like oh my gosh this is so cute and then she just looked at me and she's like what are you doing and I was like look everybody has their little little apartment area and they've got them all decorated and look how cute this is and like you know and so she introduced me to some of her team and like some of her team members I'm like oh my gosh I love this like because I like the way they decorated made it their own or whatever Mm -hmm. and they were so excited because like someone had enjoyed their space and then my sister just looked at me she's like you can't do that and I was like can't do what and she's like this is people's work environment you can't do that I was like what are you talking about this is the most thrill they've had in months like shut the <laughs> blank door like that's what are you talking about I can do whatever I want to do I don't work here like just like, like I'm not gonna get you in trouble people like me like what's wrong with you and like that was like the only time I've ever was like in the corporate but it was so quiet I felt like I was in a library yeah and I had to like be quiet and I don't do well in libraries I walk in a library and I start falling asleep like instantly <laughs> like I walk in the library like five feet into the door and I'm like oh, like I'm yawning already I get into like oh, you're so any section of the books and I'm like I need a nap like I have to go and sleep and I'm like because oh, I enjoy quiet. the peace and quiet but I, there's something sleepy about libraries I, and I don't know why. I don't have that experience. <laughs> I don't find libraries ex- sleepy. I like books. And yeah. I enjoy quiet reading. And I enjoy, like, the peace of that. But, like, mm-hmm. a library environment makes me tired. Hmm. Exhausted. Like, tapped out. Even once you leave? Um, Not as much. Okay. But still, like, I'm still, I'm subdued. Yeah, it's very, um, it's, it's. Because of all of the paper, it's very wood. Yes. It's very, it's, it, I, I'm going to say calming, it, but it's, it's. It knocks um, me out. Yeah. It's almost probably too heavy for you. Yeah. Not in a negative way, but just. 
Yeah. The, it's, it's just, it's, it it's, knocks it's me like, out. It like, I mean, instantly as I walk in the door, like, I'm just like, <laughs> like, I just can't. And I'm the same way about like Bar- Barnes and Nobles. Like anytime I had to go to a bookstore, same freaking thing. I just, I like, I, I could go sit. I could go sit in a bookstore and watch people watch for hours and not I care. I do love people watching, and I am just not better, the library. <laughs> but, no, I have to be amped. I have to amp myself up to go into a library or a, a bookstore. Well, yeah, funny. I have to amp myself up, and I have to stay focused. Like I'm like, okay, we're here to do this, and we're going in, and we're gonna get it done, and let's go. Like, and then I got in there, and I'll be like. just done oh my gosh and here i'm like i want the coffee on the second floor where the like little railings are actually glass that you can see down so you can totally sit at the little chair with your little book and you can like watch all the crazy people that they don't think they're crazy because they're in a bookstore but you know we're all a little crazy we are (laughs) That's an understatement. I do like it when people like, I don't know if you do this, but like if you're in the store, like let's say you go to a grocery store and you see someone picking up a food item and reading the label. My first thought is, do you actually really know how to read that? (laughs) It's 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 a mean little thing that I have in my head, but it's like, but sometimes I'm like, do they actually know what they're looking for? Do they actually know what they're reading? Do they actually know what those words mean? Like, you know, like, I just have that, hmm. Oh, I don't. I'm like, oh, thank God somebody's reading a freaking label. Oh, that's a better way to look at it. I should probably do that more. <laughs> Because most people are just like, mm, yum, 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 yum. I, you know, you look at the grocery carts that come through the store and you're just like. I'm getting really bad at facial expressions to that now. Yeah. I don't have it. It used to be able, yeah, I'd make that face. She, yeah, I like, I can't, I've walked past a cart and been like, oh shit, they still make that. Like, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, like, did I say that out loud? My bad. Like, and I'm just like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Like, I just can't. I'm like, do they still make shake and bake? <laughs> they do. They do. And then they have, they it's shake and bake and I'll help. Yeah. <laughs> And then they have, and oh they gosh. still have all the toxic seasonings up there. Like you know, remember when Dash? Everybody loved Dash, and they're like, "Oh, it's so easy! I make this." You know, you put Dash in it, and they're like, "Fuck, that's not good." But like Dash has come out with some decent ones recently in recent years. They've had like some cleaner stuff, but like their originals were like, Whoa. like they're MSG and oh yeah, all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah, I, I don't know that I ever had those. I, I don't know that I ever had those. I was, you know, I have to be really thankful that I don't think I had a lot of exposure to some of the really bad, bad, bad foods. I mean, like. I was going to say, you know, the worst, the worst that my mom did was like the bullion cubes. Yes. Yeah. My mom always did the bullion cubes. Um, another thing. We I would was have like a canned lot, veggies and bullion cubes. Yeah. Like. And then we had a lot of freaking Campbell's. Yeah. Like a lot of Campbell's soups and mixed into casseroles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had, what was that? Um, hot Pockets. Um, like oh, God. <laughs> you know, I never had those at home. In Bagel I Bites. I had them in, in college. Did you college even have Bagel Bites? 
Um, at other people's houses, occasionally, just not okay. very often. We had bagel bites was a big bagel bites and hot pockets were big things, but that's because my mom was <sighs> a single mom. Yeah, and she would cook leftovers or whatever, and then. She'd cook it so that it was, like, perfect to eat right then and there, but not thinking, oh, crap, I probably shouldn't have cooked this that long because then they're going to reheat it, and it's, like, chewing tar. (laughs) So, like, that really wasn't a thing. And she was really good at, like, doing flank steak. Like, flank steak was one of her strong suits, but then she'd cook it perfectly, and then when you have to reheat it, then it was, it was too, too chewy. Yeah. yeah. And so then it wasn't, it wasn't that good. And she, she was, I mean, she did a really good job. Like she, she would go into work at like 12, one o'clock, but she would make our dinner at 11 mm. and then put it in the fridge for us so that we could microwave it and whatever. But then a lot of times we would just end up eating snacks or hot pockets Junk. or, yeah, you know, cause we're teenagers <laughs> yeah. like for Christ's sake. But I mean, like. It's like okay, we had a hot pocket. Not we didn't have twelve. Yeah, and we didn't, and we were active, you know, athletes. So it wasn't like significantly bad. But I mean, I mean, and she would make like homemade chicken and dumplings, and she would do like her chicken casserole thing. But that, I mean, honestly, that's all I can remember that she made. Yeah, yeah. You know, by then, so my dad had his first heart attack at, when I was five. Okay. And so from the time I was five, you know, for as long as I can remember, we kind of, mom did a really great great job of trying to put us on the heart healthy diet of the 1980s. I'm not saying it's the healthiest. No, but um, it was like you know, half it was lots of It was half math. You know, like. low fat and, and, and uh, <laughs> probably too much sugar. Um, but, you know, it was better it than. It was the 80s. I, of yeah. course it had too much sugar. Too much sugar, low fat. Um, but it was better than the, you know, deep fried home cooking that yeah. she was raised on. Right? right. So, and, and she did an amazing job of trying to do that. But like I said, I, I, I grew up on canned green beans with bullion cubes and yeah. peas with bullion cubes. I mean, just like canned, just lots uh. of, you know, I, and I, I can't even like probably the only thing that I even get out of a can these days is like, I'll do tomato sauce and tomato paste. Cause I don't want to have to like make it from tomatoes. <laughs> oh yeah. But, but that's about the only thing that I really, I mean, every once in a while I'll do some beans Don't or you something. Do like, can, like we do canned beans. Like I, when we add it to a soup or something. Yeah, I do but occasionally. I, make a soup, I make soups from scratch. Yeah. And then, but, and then I'll do some canned tuna on occasion like for a salad oh. or something but it's yeah, not, i can't do that yeah i just but i mean usually we i try and like i usually cook my lunch which i yeah. think is, which i think is so interesting is like society today has become so much more foodies yes and i th- i think that's the one thing that like like our society has done right is that we be- we become obsessed with good flavor wholesome cooking and, but then it just mind boggles me on how people can still go out to eat all the time when they're not always getting like the gourmet, like spin on things. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're getting, and I'm not saying they're eating gourmet. I'm just saying like, you know, it's like this taco truck that decided they did a clean, like little spin and added their little twist to it. And it's like, damn, that's a good freaking taco. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I think we've done a really good job, but then there's some stuff like, okay, what is it? This Texas state fair is right now. And I can't even <laughs> think about like, I have never I'm had like, a deep fried Oreo and I never want to. I'm like, what else are they going to deep fry this year? I, seriously. 
Because they try to come up with something new every year, and I don't, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I mean, I thought deep frying a turkey Snickers. was a big deal. <laughs> yeah, they, deep fried Snickers. Yeah, I, I can't even. I don't even the like just even the concept of that. I don't even understand. Yeah, somebody said something to me. Um, I think it was yesterday that we were talking about a particular food, and for the like life of me, it escapes me on what food we were talking about. And I was just like, I haven't had that in, and I had to do the math because I was like okay Leo is x age minus when I got tested for my food issues and then I was like it's been 10 years since I've had that yeah and I you know what was it I can't even remember what it was but it was like I mean it was amazing because I was like dude it's been 10 years since I've had that thing and I and I don't miss it at all yeah, I remember the last time I had a donut. And the reason that I remember that is because I burped oil Ugh. for hours afterwards. Was and it I was like a like, fashion donut? An old fashioned donut? No, it was like a donut donut, like a wow. regular donut. And it, I mean it was light and fluffy and sweet and all of the stuff. And I swore after that I would never eat another donut. And that's probably been you know, close to ten years ago. Yeah. Well, and and it's just well, like the thing that makes uh, me mad is some of the creations that they've come up with. They've come up with like the croissant donut, right? Which they, I think they call it a croissant. Yeah, a cronut. Yeah, that thing it ain't. So like, like that would have been cool to try. Yeah. But like, there's you know, like they've done a lot with different foods and drinks and stuff like that. They have these cool creations, but then you like turn around the corner and you're like, what the blink is that? And it was like, <laughs> like they did like flaming hot Cheetos flavored um, pasta, like yeah. mac and cheese, mac and cheese flaming hot Cheetos. Is that not the most revolting thing you've ever heard of? Like that does not. Yeah, make if you sense could see me. my face, you'd know how. <laughs> Like, ah. The fact that you were silent for more than 30 seconds pretty much sums it up. <laughs> like, oh my god. No, but Flamin' Hot Cheetos mac and cheese? Really? Yeah. Where where does that make sense at all? Oh, I remember it was hot fries. Hot fries. Do you remember the the Andy's dude with the with the red cap on his head? Yes. And he like and then he was like like with his little thumbs up or whatever, or his finger pointing, and he did hot fries. And we got them in vending machines at the bowling alley. So, like, my mom would always do, like, kind of like a mommy daughter date with a, me and my sister individually. So, we got like our own individual attention. And so, I would want to go bowling. Lo and behold, I found out years later, she hates bowling. Like, and I, <laughs> I always wanted to go bowling. Like, like and she was just like, I hate bowling. Like, you know, it's like, like, it was okay, like, oh, that's probably why you weren't very good at it. Like, <laughs> sorry, Mom. Like, but or maybe not very being very good at it is why she hated it. But, you know, either way. <laughs> I Well, she was a natural athlete, so I'm pretty sure yeah. it probably was that she hated bowling, so she never tried. Yeah. Or something. I'm not even really sure. But what's really funny is that they always had these old school vending machines. Yeah. And the old school vending machines had the hot fries. Well, the hot fries, to me... I could never eat. I have a thing with spice. I can't mm. do spice. So see, I love spicy. Well, but I had I to have a glass of milk every time I ate them. <laughs> I would drink about you a half thing. gallon of milk just from one bag of these things. Oh my god! So I wonder why I have dairy issues today. <laughs> well, I know why I have dairy issues. It's because you know I used to drink like a gallon a day. 
when I was in college, you know, because somebody told me it was good for me. <laughs> I, the thing that makes me mad is the the whole misconception of like, that's how you get your calcium. And it's like, there's so many other things that you yeah. can get calcium from. And Eat it just broccoli. frustrates. Yeah. And th- that's the thing that makes me mad. I have like, I have one client where they, the mother has literally told them time and time again that, you know, like, Oh, you need your dairy. You need your dairy. You need your milk. You need your milk. But it's like, you know, after that, it's like one of the daughters like constantly is drinking strawberry milk all the time. And I'm like, um, what, it, I just, like, I don't even know how to, like, I can't. And I don't, like, and it's so hard, and I've gone through the time, like, you know, dude, it's messing with the hormones, and it's got all, like, and on top of it, strawberry, it's not even whole, it's not even regular milk, it's strawberry milk. Well, and it's probably, like, you know, half percent or one percent. No, if that, if you're lucky. <laughs> and, and then, you know, a bucket load of sugar and flavoring. It's got to be, I don't know. It's like I you just might can't. as well have strawberry water with some milk flavor. Well, okay. <laughs> Do you think, because I've noticed that when I don't eat well and my body feels sluggish, it makes it harder for me to even, like, have clear awareness or clear understanding like I'm it's almost like like even though right now we're feeling kind of muddled you know because it's murky out mm-hmm. I was like I've noticed that when I don't eat well and I'm giving myself things my body is like no no you don't need that I feel that the next day <laughs> like I I it's almost like I myself poured like this pile of mud on my body and yeah. then like I can't it's harder for me to, it's not just the focus. It's, it's like, it's like my spiritual, like my energetic connection is like clipped. Heavy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just soggy way down. Soggy would be a good way to describe um, it. Yeah. Soggy is like, it, to me, that's what it feels like. It's soggy. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think, I, I think that most people experience that, but at the same time, it's kind of like, if you're eating that way all the time, They're you don't notice it. it. Yeah. You don't notice it. Well, and I think... And that was the, you know, that was the one thing, like, you know, being on vacation a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, we laughed because we had one day that we ate like crap, and I'm doing that with air quotes because, you know, our idea of eating like craps was... Was, was like chips and guac. No, 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 no. It was barbecue ribs with french fries, which the nice. french fries... Okay, not great, but I mean, there's way worse things than Barbecue, meat and potatoes, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then for dinner, we had um, some really, really yummy street tacos. I love street tacos. Right? I was like, but that was our bad. And, but, and we had some street... chips and queso with the, you know, okay, chips that and was queso. our, the chips, chips and queso, queso was the worst the thing. Because the taco was the good, the taco was not that bad and yeah. the, unless you put like a ton of crap on it. But like, but it's the chips and queso. Yeah. That would have been the bad thing. I mean, but that was our, like, we ate bad that day. Right. (laughs) Where, I think. Where used to, it's like, my eating bad would have been, like, I totally would have had, like, the, you know, the loaded fries with, like, cheese and sour cream and all of the stuff. And then I would have turned around and had nachos. And then I would have turned around and had ice cream and, you know, (laughs) God knows what else. Right. So it's, like, our idea of eating bad now is so... With such a far leap from where we started twenty years ago. Do you know? You know, you just reminded me of Pizzones. 
I had a big thing for pizzones. I don't even really know what a pizzone is. Pizzones <laughs> is pizzo, a pizzone is where they, um, it's like Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut pizzones was what I liked. And what it was is basically they take the pizza and they like fold, fold it, in it. Half. They fold it so it's baked. Uh-huh. So they bake the, so it's basically like you've got the it's whole like a calzone crust. that's pizza. Yes. Okay. Yes. And they, well, it's a calzone. Okay. I call them puzzones because it came from pizza. Pizza. Okay. Because I don't like regular cause cow, whatever. I like puzzones. So like, but those were my, that was my like, oh. I just remember the days that I could like college, I could college right? College, I would get home from dancing the last four or five hours at whatever bar that we had been to and I'd order a 20 inch pizza and I could demolish most of it by myself yes. before I went to bed at 2 a.m. I remember and I was this. just like how in the heck did I even do that or <laughs> but at the same time from school how did I not chips. how did I not like I don't know it was yeah I think back of like where I came from and good lord I think that's what we need to do more of is looking back at where we came from because I don't think people do that enough I totally agree because I really it's like, like the way that we have transformed as a culture and a society in the last I mean really the it's last always 20 what's years next, what's next what's next instead of actually taking one second to look back at you five years ago or even a year ago and be like holy shit I yeah. have grown up good job I you know, know what I'm saying <laughs> like give yourself a pat on the back because I mean even you know like our finances aren't perfect but when I look back at where we were even 10 like before Leo was born. Oh my gosh. I'm like, holy crap, we were babies. I know. And it, I look back at pictures from 10 years ago and go, oh, I was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole time that you were so cute, you didn't think you were that cute. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you might have thought you looked kind of good, but like you still were like, oh, I need to do this or oh, I need yeah. to do this. And like, that's the problem is that. Like, I'm not saying to look back into the past and dive into the past, but I am saying look, use the past as a glimpse to make you feel rewarded. Like, as a reward to be like, dude, I actually am pretty freaking awesome. I've done amazing things. Look at what I've created just within my own world, and that's freaking awesome. Yeah. I, I, do, my, I do that on my birthday. Like, like instead of doing, I don't, I hardly ever do New Year's resolutions and that sort of stuff. But when it comes to my birthday, I like to spend, honestly, I like to spend my birthday alone, but I end up never getting to do that. It seems like. Yeah, I don't understand Um. why that is for you. (laughs) But at the same time, it's like, if I had a birthday alone, which I haven't in a while, so I try to do it in the free time that I have around my birthday, is, you know, I look back at the year and I'm like, okay. What are the things that I have accomplished? What are the things that I feel like I've grown? Where are those things? And then it's like I can really celebrate me. Mm-hmm. Where like, you know, big party and all the family and the cake and all of the stuff. It's like none of that actually feels like a celebration of me. Right. Right. It, it just feels like, okay. Because it's what they everybody... wanted you to do or what, like it took you into the system of well, it becomes about, like, everything else instead of, like, okay, you know, what? It, instead of being introspective, it's very extroverted. Okay. And, and um, you know, as we probably said several times, I'm an introvert, right? Right. <laughs> Absolutely, right. an introvert. And, um, you know, it's like I'd much rather have this space to reflect and be like, I can do what I want today. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> See, and I don't, and I, I have become very, um, like, hermit-esque. For like three weeks, 
around my birthday, like, no question. Like, almost, like, in a depressing funk. Yeah, but, I mean, the thing is, it's kind of like, and... And I love spring. And, That's you know, thing. for you... Spring. But for you, you're never actually really hermit-esque because dogs and kids and husband and mom and I mean it's like you always have people around and I know that you're used to the people around because you know you live with them all the time but at the same time it's like you don't really isolate yourself from well I mean when I all do, of it when I do hermit-esque hermit-esque like Abby's when, making up words again I, it's just what I do best but look how far I've come hermit-esque <laughs> But when I do that, I mean, we're talking like I stayed in bed and did nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I stayed in bed. I slept into the point where my kids are like, I need food. Then I was like, all right, fine. So then I'm like, I'll be there in a minute. And then 30, 40 minutes pass. Then I finally go downstairs, make them some breakfast. And then I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm going back to bed. Like, like, And then I was like, I might put on a show. I might not do anything. And then I'll be like, man, I should be sorting laundry. Yeah whatever like <laughs> you know like so and i do and i do have to do that kind of hibernation at least like at least once a month for sure like have to because i do you're right like my regular my regular hermit is not the norm hermit and i think i just noticed that because i am such a and i do all the things but it's funny, though, because I do notice that sometimes when someone's like, man, I did so much today, and they listen, I was like, I did that at breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when I feel like I've accomplished a lot, that's like, you know, Abby's 20-minute power brunch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to do that. It's not like, I just can't control it. I just have things to do. Like, uh, You can't help it. You're a squirrel on caffeine. <laughs> but that's the point, is that, that that's really the point, is that your perspective of me doing that is what I should be focused on is that people's like when we look back at ourselves and we've seen how much we've grown and then also we look through our like through someone else's eyes at ourselves that's huge and that really should be where like the defining you know that's where we really should be looking at ourselves I think instead of through our own eyes because we're always seeing like the things that need changing or improving or the things that are missing or like whatever and it like it's we need to do a better job of acknowledging our strengths and our accomplishments and being like you know and being like oh who's a good girl yeah who's a good girl <laughs> like she's so pretty so smart yum, 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 yum. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> well, this has been another episode of Embracing the Wild. So please go out and embrace your inner wild. Rawr!